Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Do you guys see my shirt I'm wearing today? Limp Biscuit is better than everyone. Do you like it? And it's better than a Thanksgiving biscuit. <laughs> Limp Biscuit is better than a than Thanksgiving biscuit. I think I'm going to steal that for our band. Limp Biscuit's better than any car- like complex carbohydrate you could have. Do you know Limp Biscuit, the band? Yeah, ball with the ball. Okay, I'm just wondering if this uh, is going that's over your head rock, or not. But you're close. You're so so you know what, close. I, I'm channeling the truth of what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you gonna do this for the main? The main is better than the main everyone? is better than everyone. I think that's probably the move. Honestly, it's one of the most iconic shirts that I've ever seen or owned in my entire life. As long as I don't have to pay Fred Durst a royalty, yes, I will do that. Well, me and Fred Durst are homies. We're in each other's. I DMs. saw that you've DM'd each other, and I was a little jealous because. Holy shit, that back that red backwards hat is iconic. Well, I mean And I want more information. So um uh Eve Six, their most popular song in the entire world is called Inside Out. And Inside Out he wanna t- swallow my pride, but I took the ride with the last maybe empty inside. Swallow my doubt, put it inside out. Talking about the faith in nothing. Hard on the hard on the Okay, he says Wait, so we're all on the same page about what we're talking about. Put my tender heart in a blender. And then Fred Durst took the lyric. Well, no. So he says, heart in a blender. But And the funny thing about that is, so the singer of Eve Six is all on Twitter, and he's so fucking funny. But he refers to himself as the, the guy that sings the heart in the blender song, sure. even though it's called Inside Out. The title of the yeah, song yeah. is Inside Out. Um, but it's Beautiful called the Heart in a Blender it. song, and I love it. It's one of my favorite songs. Me too. Karaoke favorite. It's a great karaoke song. We fucking love it. Yep. And we all do, um, yes. I was listening to Nookie on the radio, and in Nookie, Fred Durst refers to the term Heart in a Blender. And I was like, wait a second. What came first? Eve Six or Limp Biscuit? Like, who was the originator of Heart in a Blender? Probably Eve Six. And I went to oh, Instagram. No, it's probably Nookie. It's probably. What is it? I went to Instagram and I was like, guys, you got to tell it? me. I tagged them both. I tagged Eve Six. I tagged Fred Durst. Who did it? And Fred Durst wrote me back and he was like, Eve Six did it first. <gasps> he was like, it was I our- love that Fred Durst was like, gonna be honest. But that's what I love about 2022. I have a question for Fred fucking Durst. Love and you, all Fred. I have to do is tag him on Instagram and he just replies to me. Fred gets it. He, I, It was really a burning question and I'm so glad I that he responded. I love this. And also, you know, heart in a blender. We've all been there. We've all been there. I, we really have all my been there. My tender heart in oh, a blender. Oh, it still hurts, to uh, be honest. I know. We've Every day of my like, life. No one in this room has hurt each other, but we've all been hurt before. Mm, yeah. And uh, God, heart in a blender, like, uh, 
kill me now. We're gonna cry over a <laughs> over, over an Eve Six lyric. Right now. I'm in. Is, it, I'll go there with but you. Like, Honestly, they they channeled pretty good. it. Yeah. yeah, heartbreak is miserable. Yeah, that's very true. Great um, lyric. It's a great, it's a fucking fantastic song. So One of the better. best songs, honestly, of all time. Oh, so, Watch such you a good down to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous when I'm through with okay, you. Enough singing. So, um, that goes to me. I'm like, nobody ever wants to hear me sing, yet I sing way too much. You on are this perfect. So, in the art of song. Do we want to go into the dark day? Because it has to do yes. with the answer is yes. Take 90s. Us there. Give me music. The, give me the dark day. I mean, wow, I wasn't even expecting this Toot transition. Sweet, I need it. So today is December 15th. And on December 15th in 1997, the iconic, the amazing, what? The fantastic movie, Spice World, was Ooh, released. Spice up your life, baby. Into the world. Did you have us? Were you a Spice Girl of your group of friends? Of course I was. Which one? Baby Spice. Sporty. Really? Yeah. I could have seen Posh for Can you. Can you guess which one yes. I was? <laughs> Ginger, <laughs> baby. Slutty Spice. I was Slutty Spice. <laughs> no, I was in this phase where I was wearing like I was wearing like sports bras and okay. like Adidas pants. I love that. So I was like Sporty Spice because I was really fit at the time. I was Ooh, like going right. to the gym a lot and I was like, yeah, and I was like ripped. I love that. Me I too. wanted to be baby. Same here. I think everyone wanted to be baby. Yeah. So Spice World obviously was this musical comedy film, and it was sort of uh, the Spice Girls version of like a Hard Day's Night or Help, like right. a Beatles movie. It was sort of, Dude, you know, it was like a parody upon their like a, a narrative exactly for them. And yeah. it was so well done. It was so good. Yeah. So it said it was liberally uh, interspersed with dream sequences and flashbacks, as well as surreal moments and humorous asides along with having an antagonist in the form of an overzealous newspaper editor who starts a smear campaign against the group in an attempt to destroy their reputation for his own benefit so it was such a fun movie i remember watching it over and over and over again i'm sure everybody our age was doing the same i did the same it really well, i have a younger sister so oh yeah that's i just true. love those gals they were ahead of their time and they were pioneers there's nothing like the spice girls no and they were diverse and interesting and accepting and non-judgmental and i just i fucking love them i love them so much so the film grossed over 100 million dollars at the box office worldwide which i guess everybody was very shocked about everybody thought it was gonna be a flop that's bananas that's all yeah. that's pretty insane but i mean to be at the moment if you were in like a boy band or a girl band at yeah. that m moment in pop music, yeah. you were the biggest thing in the world. Like it's actually not that shocking yeah. to me. They really sure. were. Um, the dark part of this day is despite earning so much money at the box office, it had very bad reviews. Oh, Rude. No. The critics hated Spice World. What? So Rotten Tomatoes gave Spice World a rating of 36%. Out of Out of 100. <laughs> It's like, what did you guys expect? Remember? Out of how many? 37%? This is based on 67 critics with an average rating of 4.7 out of 10. One user said, Spice World's lack of cohesive plot will likely lose most viewers. Oh, get the fuck but out of here. But for fans of the titular girl group, titular? Titular? Titular. Titular girl group, titular. there's more... There's more than enough fun to be had in their wacky, albeit superficial whirlwind of an adventure. But this is where it, it really pisses me off. I can't wait. Roger Ebert. Oh, no. He gave Spice World one and a half stars and listed Spice World as one of his most hated films, saying the Spice Girls are easier to tell apart than the 
mutant ninja turtles i'm sorry he's a misogynist that is so bizarro there are so many worse movies it's so much simpler than that it's so it's you're reviewing a movie that shouldn't get reviewed no it's not for the fucking critics the movie is a fan service it is yeah it's not this is not intended to like ping the radar of Roger Ebert, I'm like very, this is not—that's not the intention I'm very of the movie. Irritated that Ebert. Was I hate involved. it when people take something that's not supposed to be this thing and then try to compare Make it to other it things to that thing. are. Okay, it's so dumb. Keep going. So Roger Ebert, he said the Spice Girls are easier to tell apart than the Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that's a small consolation. What can you say about five women whose principal distinguishing characteristic is that they have different names? They occupy Spice World as if they are watching it. They're so detached and they can't even successfully lip sync their own song. What? A- Fuck you, Roger. Dude, Ebert. Roger Ebert, you sound like a stale ass old generation woman hating sort of take <laughs> on something. Like truly, it's like you know they didn't write it, you asshole. Why are you we? know that the producers and the writers yeah. did it, and that you're gonna be like, fuck these dumb bi-. like dude. Mm. I am so irritated that you can't like zoom out and just see things for how they are. Why are we trusting this random man's Why are we, why are we trusting anybody's opinion? I Other hate, than your own. I hate a critic. I hate a critic. I think it's the most useless, well, you know dumb why? bullshit. Everyone can be one. Yes. Anyone who's literally never done a thing in their lives creatively can be a critic. Everyone, Everyone is one. Is a critic. Everyone is one, and that's the whole point but of liking and disliking. Why are we holding things. somebody up to this pedestal and well, thinking that their opinion you is know, better than anybody He's really else's. good at marketing, and he's created a niche where, like, he's like, "Ooh, I can generate this like column at, in any newspaper where my opinion matters," and it's marketing. I mean, don't you like back in the day, Cisco, Cisco? Cisco, Cisco, the thong song. Cisco died. Wait, he did. Yes, and that's why it's just e- Ebert. Roger Ebert now. Well, Roger Ebert seems like a fucking dick. Yeah, Roger Ebert. Um, if you're listening to, there's us no way here. that Roger Ebert hasn't done some bad things in his life. You're like he is that. You're generation. a naughty man. He's I know a, it. I know you're it. You're a naughty, naughty you're, guy. You don't think you're using that power of your columnist opinionated You're bullshit a dirty to naughty do some man. bad things I, I think el- not I hate any elitist bullshit I hate any th- pretentious like th- to be a critic is to imply that you are on a plane higher than someone else's opinion. And, and to you're me, not a fucking filmmaker. It's just like, dude. I just think it takes a lot to do any sort of creative endeavor, podcast, book, magazine, article. I would actually truly never criticize anybody else's work. And I don't. And I don't. But that's not the crazy thing. It's a, it's an opinion. Like, when are opinions... Why can't no, you stamp like, that as a Why fact? shouldn't everyone be like, hey, art's really hard, and we're going to, like, have forgiveness for people who don't do it perfectly, and we're going to try to... I don't know. I'm just not really into the critic vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm into the supporting vibe. Uh, Roger Ebert, guilty. <laughs> Bye, guilty. Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert, guilty. Roger Ebert, guilty. Okay, well, on that note, we're going to go right into <laughs> On the Stand. We've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right, welcome to On the Stand. Every week, we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either loving it or hating it. We have a discussion. We vote if it's guilty or not guilty. bring it to you people to vote if it's guilty or not guilty. We'll probably have one of your On the Stands to talk about today as well. Oh, yes, I have one banked. Um, Who wants to go first? Jared. I'll go first. All today right. on the stand, I am putting cold leftovers, not reheating your leftovers, <laughs> and just eating them at fridge temps. Wait, are you saying it's bad to eat at fridge temps? I feel like you like it. I am in defense of this. Yeah. And the reason okay. so is, well, I love a cold pizza leftover. Sure. Anything noodle-based. is it a little bit 
better hot. No. Nope. Yes. Okay. Not for me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I will eat a cold leftover, but like hot's slightly more enjoyable. For you, yeah. That sounds hot. I think most hot, people agree with me. Hot out yeah. the kitchen when it's made all day long. Okay. But once it gets cold, something about the reheating process. And now a lot of people have the air fryers now, which is a big game changer, I've heard. We don't have one. We yeah. don't have the space for one. We have, we have one. One day we will have one. That's our end goal in life. But We just need a kitchen big enough to put an air fryer in. You just need a bigger space. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You obviously can afford one. You're just not like, <laughs> you just, don't have a spot for it. There's no room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need like, like a mm, GoFundMe for an air fryer. Sure, but no, we'll be fine. I'll give you um, mine. <laughs> but I think certain dishes, not all of them, like... First off, certain dishes shouldn't even become leftovers. Like seafood, I don't think we save that. But I think like a, like a pizza. Never. <laughs> seafood like is a, not to be kept as a leftover. No no leftovers, seafood. Uh, but I think like a pizza and any noodle-based dish and even like a soup or a... Why are you uh, talking like that? What are you talking like, about what, exactly? Why are you going like this? Oh, I'm trying a new... And like looking at the ground. Are you saying that? Are you trying a new thing? What should be a leftover? I'm trying to like find my thing. Like you guys both <laughs> have your thing. <laughs> But like my new thing is like holding the mic weird. Like and looking you look at the like ground. you have like anxiety and you're staring at the ground and you're like too scared. Are to you okay? Just sometimes, let loose. Sometimes when I look at too many things, I get distracted and I can't focus on my point. But what exactly is your argument? My argument is that leftovers should be eaten cold. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. You know, what? I'm gonna keep this in mind every time you eat a leftover and you go for the microwave. Have you ever seen me do that? No. Yeah. Do you agree with mm. him? No, I don't like leftovers. But if you were to have a leftover, would you eat it hot or cold? I want to, if I'm going to have a leftover, I want to make it as close to possible as its former form than that it can be. Same. Okay. Hot, a hot p- a pizza in an oven, make it like how it was, hot leftover all the way. Yeah. Like if I like it so much that I'm keeping the rest of it to eat later, I want to make it at least taste a I'm little bit even, like I'm not eating a cold leftover soup, which I think you Soup might be the only thing you could do a leftover. A cold not cold, soup. Not cold. Right. But you said like a cold soup. And I was like, what? Yeah, why like not? a spacho. I live my life like I'm in a hurry all the time. Well, even if I don't I'm know not. about this. I, I don't know about this. All I'm right. saying super guilty. I had a feeling leftovers. I was walking into an ambush guilty? here. But I knew, but I knew I love, that. But I, I actually, Jack, here's the interesting part. Jack doesn't like leftovers and I love leftovers. Ugh. And I know how to redo them because I have an air fryer and I have, a, like, I know how to make leftovers. Like, I know how to recreate what they were. Uh-huh. But cold is not my vernacular. Cool. All good. Guilty. So, I'm interested to see what not the guilty saying, or guilty. I'm guilty. Cold leftovers, cold leftovers not guilty. guilty. All right. Let's hear what the internet thinks. I'll go next. Um, I'm putting on the stand night showers. Oh, thank God. Let's get into so, it. So I'm a morning shower person. When I wake up, it's like the first thing that I have to do after I have my coffee and do my business. And I need to shower. I cannot sure. get on with my day if I don't shower. Even yeah. when we're on tour for like Lady Gang and we were living on a tour bus with no shower. I was like, I got to figure out how to make this happen some way because I shower in the morning when you wake up, you need to have, you need to I can't be productive. I can't work without showering. Mm -hmm. I can't go out and run an errand without showering. Like I must do it. So I'm like, that's, but I'm a one shower a day kind of gal until recently. And I've been doing a double shower and I have been living. Jack, I see the light. You, I see the light. Are me because I'm a two shower a day gal. Mm-hmm. I shower in the morning and I shower before bed. 
I'm like thinking right now, I cannot wait to get home and there's take my nightly shower. Well, you don't know till you know where it's like, yes. there's nothing like getting like out of a hot shower and then like drying off and getting into bed and you're like bones and muscles yes. are all relaxed. But I, I am a shower, I'm a two shower day gal myself. Matt showers once a day. And Morning I'm like, or night? I don't know. He's very elusive. <laughs> it's like the newlywed game. Sometimes I'm like, have you I showered know. today? He's like, I showered yesterday. I'm like, and I have like side eye. I'm like, okay. I'm, like I'm a, not a one shower I'm a day kind of guy. sweaty, anxious person where I'm like, I need to shower as many times as possible to feel as good as I can. He's not doing a good job of um, straying from the vegan stereotype. <laughs> no, but he smells so good. He's he does. Like, I will say like this about smelly, Matt. He's not like he, an... And he looks guy. like he smells good too. Yeah, he's yeah. so smelly. He smells good, good and he way. looks like he smells yeah. good. Yeah. Well, so this comes from because uh, Jared was having a stint of nightly showers, and I was making and fun not of morning showers. I do I do night showers all the time. Yeah, but only I, I for a little bit it was only night showers. Oh. Only night. So it depends on how active my day is. Like if I am <laughs> squeezing in the workout in the morning, which Lord sometimes knows. I do. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, then duh. But I think. For me now, I now I do morning showers pretty much only because both. Jack kind but of like, bullied me into he was, not doing no, night showers. No, because it was so funny because it came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, he just started doing night showers, and I was like, "Oh, you're doing your little night shower again, Jared? That's so cute!" And then I started doing them, and I was like, "Pretty I get sick! It. I fucking get well, it." Because nothing relaxes you and gets you more primed for bedtime than a night. I have like shower. a night moisturizing sash. Yes. Like, oh, it is so nice. We yes. were well, we were in Phoenix last week, and she was like, oh, "I don't feel like I feel weird. I feel gross." You know, like, make you feel good. Take night a shower. shower. Take like a hot shower. Yeah, she did. It fixed your life. She was bad. No, I need to overheat a little bit. Mm. I need to sweat a bunch. I need to feel like I'm a little bit nauseous. Clear out the pores, and then I'm like, I feel like a new woman. I am so glad you said this about being nauseous, because I'm nauseous like three times a day, and Matt is so confused. He's like, why are you nauseous right now? I'm like, because I'm alive. Are you serious? <laughs> we were, of the struggles of we everyday We were getting life? out of the car and going to Trader Joe's. I'm like, hey, I need a minute. I'm really nauseous. You go in. And he's like, why? And he was confused. I'm like, you're not ever? I was just nauseous because. I'm not nauseous because. Yes, you are. <laughs> You tried to Let's hitch your wagon to Let's Jack. Let's change the subject. But <laughs> I, now we need to go in on this. This is obviously something your else. Your <laughs> random acts of nausea. I thought we were on the same page, but... <laughs> okay, nighttime showers, not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Yeah. Lex, your turn. Oh, um, I'm putting nausea on the stand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as understanding what's normal... Um, because maybe I don't really understand it because I'm nauseous like four times a day. Okay. So that's a lot. I will say like right now, that's I a lot up, of nausea. nausea. I said that too. When I wake up, I'm kind of nauseous. I Sometimes I'm nauseous in the morning. I'm nauseous. But that's because I chug coffee. So I it. like take vitamins and stuff in the morning. Well, that, so I have always been told I have to eat in the morning you do. So and that's... drink tons of water. And I do, but I'm still super nauseous. Okay. But then um, I'm nauseous again if I'm like in the car and there's like heat, like some, not enough air. How much water are you drinking every day? So you drink a lot water. of water? So much water. Okay. I'm nauseous like five to six times a day. Have so, you gotten like your blood plan panel done? Listen, um... <laughs> I asked my mom about this and my grandma before she died. They're both nauseous well, all the time. Well, you might be, you might have low iron levels. And it's not iron. Are you sure? Yes. They tested, they definitely tested iron. It's, they think it's psychological. <laughs> Did okay. you live under power lines as a kid? No, but they, they, they think it's psycho, they, they think it's 
like Psycho- childhood trauma they thing? think it's anxiety they they don't think it's my health they think it's okay you know maybe you're not breathing enough or maybe you're not you know you're suddenly having to catch your breath i don't know but uh the point is, is i'm yeah. putting nausea on the stand it's probably 5g honestly probably mm. and uh i'm putting nausea on the stand because i am prosecuting it because <laughs> fuck that no, there is nothing worse. I don't. Right? Th- I'm not looking forward Wait, that, to being nauseous. But I am interested sure. in hearing what your nausea story is because I bet the listeners, I bet 50 percent of people are listening and they're like, "Oh, me too." Because every time I talk to some people about this, it's like, "Hey, I'm nauseous when I wake up. I'm nauseous after getting yeah. in the shower. I'm nauseous." I literally got out of the car, and I was like nauseous going to Trader Joe's, and it's like. There is something going on, and we all have to address our own health issues on our own. But it's a real thing. So well, yeah, I'm pretty rock steady when it comes to nausea. Like, yeah, but even if I do have it, my move is to just ignore it until like. Jared has zero body awareness. He does not know. I'll like try on. to block it out till it goes away. Because the other thing, the one thing I'm more terrified of than being nauseous is throwing up. I hate. But nausea leads to throwing. It up. does. So it's a really spooky thing and the when way it happens. That you can stop nausea is to throw up. I don't think anybody's saying nausea is not guilty. I think nausea is guilty. Super yes. guilty. I hate it. The worst like, feeling. And we should all just combat it head on. However, you know how to cure your nausea. That's it. Amen, people. Now, are we going to hear from our personal on the stand? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving week, all. Um, I am calling to put something on the stand that isn't necessarily holiday themed, but I just feel like we are the age that everyone is having babies. Um, The yard stork signs that people put out to announce um, a baby's arrival. Um, I work in uh, anti-money laundering and terrorist financing in the banking industry, and we do a lot around, like, knowing our customers and customer identification programs um, and gathering information on people, and we work very closely with fraud as well, and I just want to make it known that people who do these are actually insane to display a sign in their front yard with literally every piece of personal identification information outside of the child's actual assigned social security number. You are putting their first and middle name, their date of birth, the city they live in, their address, their last name, because your address property is public information and it is very easy to find parents' names, you know, guessing their last name for that first and middle name that you are proudly displaying in the front yard. People are adding, like, signs that say proud big sis, proud big brother. Now they know how many children you have. Like, I need these to stop. I think that they are just so intrusive. I mean, I think social media has just literally set the line on fire for, like, information that you should be sharing out in the open. And I am so passionate about these yard signs that anyone ever bought one for us if and when we have children i would literally light it on fire in my front yard I, uh, <laughs> you you guys go first i literally did not know this is i a just thing. love her i've never heard of this happening before maybe it's like a midwest thing and not no a California it is thing. i've definitely seen the stork it's like a little stork and it's like baby girl blank 
or baby girl boy blank uh, expected Mm. this time, um, expected whatever. And sometimes it's even like baby girl or boy arrived at blank and blank. And they put it on their front yard. Yeah. That is so insane. I have never once seen or heard about this. Really? Yeah. I also didn't know this was a thing. Um, It is. I mean, it's, you know, we've talked about it before with the the little stickers on people's car where it's like, mom, dad, two brothers, sister, baby, where it's like, you don't want to put identifying information about you and your family out to the public and to strangers. I hate anyone knowing personal information about me. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I don't know if I get pregnant and have kids, I don't think anyone will know. I'm, I'm, I truly mean it. Like, I think I will hide all of that. And I like that you're sort of in this vibe that no one should know anything. Yeah. I just think it's unsafe. It is unsafe. And I also don't know. And we don't know what the government's going to do with our information, social media. These are private companies. Um, that have been like TBD on what we do with your in- information. LOL. Guilty. Yes. Guilty for sure. Go no, um, no, like stork with information on your property. Guilty. Mm, yes. Guilty. Guilty. Kind of guilty. Percent. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on TheRealReal.com. TheRealReal is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so Spice Girls theme for today's episode, Spice World. So I, you know, as I do, I always try to look up a controversy or a a conspiracy theory. There actually aren't many conspiracy theories about the Spice Girls. They're perfect. Wholesome act. I thought not even controversy. I'm saying conspiracy theory. You'd think there'd be something out there, mm-hmm. like a weird fa- fan fiction or something. Sweeties. So what I did think, you know, I was thinking about Spice Girls. I was thinking about their songs, and I was thinking about the song "To Become One." And I'm like, that was a song that we were singing when we were ten years old, mm-hmm. eight years old, and that song is about fucking. A song is about having sex, and we were just like singing it at the, at the top of our lungs as little kids. And then it got me thinking about like all of these 
other songs kind of in the same vein when we were growing up in like the 90s. Okay, so Spice Girls 2 Become One. Uh, obviously, they said, come come get a little bit closer, baby. Get it on, get it on, because the night's the night when two become one. I need some love like I never needed love before. I want to make love to you, baby. Blah, 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 blah. So that song, and we're doing like the little dance. I was just doing this. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pump like, in the air. Yeah. I need some love like I never needed love before. <laughs> So if we wanted to play 30 seconds of it, we could. If we wanted to, I'll make that call later. We if could. I, maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Okay. So the next song that I got into, and this is where I started getting into a little bit of a deep dive, is Barbie Girl by Aqua. So Aqua, I don't know. They were definitely European. I don't, maybe German. Did I hear you listening to this song earlier today? Or, or Dutch. S- one of those. Yes, I was listening to th- it wasn't that song and I'm gonna gonna get into it. So we all know the Barbie Girl song and we all know the lyrics for it basically. It's like Come you on, can Barbie, let's go. Do party. whatever you it was want. One with of my me. first CDs. I have the I know every word verbatim. Yeah. So what you probably don't know is Mattel tried to sue Aqua because the song they said, quote, turned her into a sex object. And they said that it, the song violated the Barbie trademark and it tarnished the reputation of their trademark. Did doll. they win? So they're trying to sue uh, MCA Records because that's who Aqua was on. Did right. they win? So the lawsuit was filed by Mattel and it was dismissed. And in 2002, the judge ruled that the song was protected as a parody under the First Amendment. That's right. The Weird Al law, baby. He also threw out that the defamation lawsuit that Aqua's recording uh that Aqua's recording company filed against Mattel. So I guess that they were both trying to like sue each other. And the guy, uh, the judge of the trial concluded his ruling by saying the parties are advised to chill. That yes. Was wow. Jared, were you the judge? I mean, I would have said that. Jared, are you honorable? That sounds like something Jared I Jared Monaco, hey, who's can- like, I advise you all to fucking chill, because that's ruling, something Jared would say. My yeah. ruling is henceforth that everyone here needs to just <laughs> chill out. Jesus. Chill the fuck out. That's everyone, what I would do, too. I'd be same. like, you guys are fucking stupid. Get a life. Can everyone just get a grip real For quick? Real so anyways, times. they both probably wasted a lot of money trying to sue each other, but in 2009, Mattel decided to embrace this outrageous pop single and adapted it for Barbie advertising. Smart. So they had a new version of the song that has inspirational lyrics like you can be a star no matter who you are so they changed the lyrics and that's the version of the song that i was listening well, they to. probably licensed from them and we're and like probably paid them a lot of money if you can't beat them let's join them wow yeah that's so, awesome i didn't know that that was I the love that. that was the battle between aqua and mattel when aqua obviously has one i mean aqua wins in our hearts they probably are so rich Oh, yeah. Just from being that one-hit wonder. Yep. Okay, so the next one is uh, Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. Now, obviously, I mean, the full title that they were trying to name the song is Hit Me Baby One More Time, which that is the lyrics to the song. And there was a lot of controversy going around because it was like, is this promoting domestic violence? Is this promoting abuse? Like Gambling? Sounds like it could happen at... um, Oh, Hit Me me Again? Blackjack Dealer. Yeah, a little blackjack. Sure. But um, Britney ended up saying the whole song is about the stress that we all go through as teens, but it was funny because when you go through the lyrics, the only lyric that has anything to do with emotional stress is my loneliness is killing me. Everything else is a little bit whatever, but you know that one of the songwriters or the songwriter of the song was Max Martin. Absolutely. 
And Genius. Max Martin is Swedish. So they have a lot of different lingo for what things mean. And in their slang, hit me means call me. So he Ooh. was, the meaning of the song was they broke up and she was feeling really lonely and she call was just me. call me baby one more time. We can make this work out. So, well, and that's what I think we watched a documentary about yeah. that song. And so, I, I think that they tried to make the lyrics hit me up baby one more time, yeah, but it, didn't it just fit. wasn't. And it but was, like now, but that makes sense. It yeah. makes sense that that's what it means. Cause like no one else, I had never, it had never occurred to me for Britney Spears that, that she wanted to be hit. Like yeah. that did never occur. I don't to think me. anybody actually. Everyone but, but there, hit me, so, baby, one more time means like you just hit me up one yeah. more time. So, so, the, me, baby. so there's like a, a Swedish dynasty of pop songwriters. There's like it's there's like a couple people who have written, written like every, every song. Pop, so yeah, Max Martin has pretty much written every pop song. And one of the things that they say is they kind of lean into this idea that the lyric itself isn't necessarily that important. Sure. If you think about "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," you don't really think about the lyrics of that song whatsoever. So they also wrote they never it, until now. It's just a hook. No. It's just something that just is a hook and it's a couple words together that make that hook happen. You're not even sure. really focusing on what it means. Yeah, totally. I mean they're, they're musical geniuses in that sense that they're like whatever fits in this song is what's going to fit in it. They also wrote I want or he also wrote I want it that way I'm pretty sure by the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And it was the same thing. It's like what is I want it what way? Like th that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. I do want it that way. And my way. <laughs> exactly. So Have it your way. Um, Love that. That's such a good little tidbit of information. Yep. So another good tidbit of information is the song was originally written. Who, do you want to guess? Who do you think it was originally written for? for? I want it that way. No. Who do you think Hit Me Baby One More Time was originally written for? Rihanna? <laughs> Christina Aguilera? <laughs> she wasn't around. Who do you think? Christina Who Aguilera? I think? I'm going to go with... Um, Christina Aguilera. You're going to be wrong, whatever it is. I, uh, I'm going to say... Kaylee. Elton John. <laughs> It was originally written for TLC. What? Yeah. Isn't that insane? Damn, yes. that's crazy. So it was originally written for TLC who turned it down. And um, who, like, we're chasing waterfalls, bitch. No so time for this. T-Boz replied to what to the reaction of like uh, turning it down. And she was like, I was like, I like this song, but do I think it's a hit? Do I think it's TLC? I'm not saying hit me, baby. No disrespect to Britney. It's good for her, but I was going to say, but was I going to say, say hit me, baby, one more time? Hell no. So they turned it down. That's fair. Because yeah. it is all context. And it, you have to know, you have to know your context. And she was also, hey, Britney was a child. She was 16. Yeah. Well, she, yeah. Her people were deciding what she was doing. And T-Boz, I think that's very deliberate and important. Yeah. I could never ever imagine. It's very Baby e One More Time being a TLC song. No, well, it's very easy after the fact to be like, oh, well, this was a no brainer. Everything it's in like, hindsight you know, you, is super easy yeah. to be like, I would have never done that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, totally. it said that that album was the obviously, I mean, this comes as no surprise, but it was the uh, most sold album by a teenage girl ever what? of all time. I mean, there's no way anybody else can sell I mean, more music than that. Absolutely not. So my, I love that. My last song that I want to talk about the lyrics uh, before we move to the worsty firsty is InSync Digital Get Down. Do you remember digital, that song? Digital, digital, get down. Do you remember that song? Just yeah, you and me. So, oh, I know it verbatim. Oh, yeah. So it's one of my favorite InSync songs. And obviously, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's about cyber sex. And we were singing that song, too, when we were like little kids. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. But you're right. Yeah. There's like a lyric in the song where he goes... I get so excited when I'm watching girl. I can't wait to see 
I can't wait to see you touch your body, girl. It's just me and you so we can do what we got to do. But yeah, he's like, I'm calling you on the phone. I want to like whatever the lyrics are. I'm subscribe but to your OnlyFans. I subs- but the funny thing about this is when that song came out, it was before video chat. So they basically invented cybersex video chat. Wow. Yeah. What is it, Luke Perlman, who all those people are underneath? Oh, yeah. We won't get into that right now, but I do think it's super interesting that you bring this up because it had never occurred to me because I like, I love Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. It had never, the lyrics, I actually never spent any time thinking about. Oh, yeah. I just always like, digital, did. digital, get down. Woo! Yeah. I'm like, who knows what that means and who cares? And this is what I was saying. It's like a lot yeah. a lot of these things, and again, it's so easy after the fact to be like, well, it's, it, duh, of course people are just going to love this no matter what. Yeah. But, but yeah, there wasn't a lot of emphasis on like intellectual lyric writing when they were making these pop songs. And that holds true today, but you know, you just, th- you, you can try to break it down and it's, I would argue that it's gotten even further away from meaning in lyrics nowadays than it even was then. And I think this was kind of the beginning of that sort of uh, phenomenon in pop music. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the, with these Swedish songwriters that they just don't put, they just don't put emphasis on lyrics the yeah. way that I think a lot of maybe American songwriters do. Well, it also, yeah, exactly. And it also leaves it in this gray area where the song could be about this thing and you never even realized, which right, is yeah. all three of us just out here and did that for all of these songs. All right. Well, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to see the worst things that you people have ever done. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business with the internet's best converting checkout 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U S sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free all lowercase shopify.com slash podcast free shopify.com slash podcast free. naughty friends so we're going to talk about how bad you are but we're going to make you feel better about it so let's just dive right into it unless any of you have confessions <laughs> no <laughs> let's dive in okay this is the worst thing that i've done i'm pretty sure this is about the time that i decided i was going to stop a lunch thief i but first we have to go back to the beginning i started a new job at a college and I was a secretary. We had a communal lunch area, and I used to bring my lunches to work because single mom, no money, and I was on this thing where I had to lose weight or wanted to. So I start bringing these beautiful lunches to work, lettuce wraps, salads, sandwiches, things like that, and it was saving me a lot of money. But my lunches were disappearing, and I guess apparently it had been happening for a while, And so I decided I was going to fix the problem. So I went to the store, and I bought delicious deli meat and cheese, beautiful artisan uh, bread, and I made this beautiful sandwich. But I also bought a habanero. And I sliced it up with the membranes in there and stuck it in the folds of the sandwich because I made it like it looks like on TV because I had to make it something, right? Well... We never found out who the thief was, but when I went back to check on the sandwich that was left in the fridge, only half of it was gone, and lunches never disappeared after that point. 
it's probably not the nicest thing I've ever done, but I fixed a problem that nobody was willing to fix, and I still got my lunches after that point. So screw that fucking thief. Have a good day, guys. Love your show. A spicy surprise. A spicy surprise. Gotcha. I love that. There's nothing. There's nothing better. It's like a oh, the justice. It's like. Mm. I mean, we always say it's a victimless crime. These are the crimes that we love the best. Nobody really got hurt. Somebody's butthole probably got hurt a little bit, but other than that, you know what? You served up a hot, spicy plate of karma. And at the end of the day, you won because your lunches stopped getting stolen. So. Whoever was the thief, they learned their lesson. They never did it again. And hopefully it was a lesson that they took later into life with them. You know. And beyond. I love this for you. And I think that you did absolutely nothing wrong. I think if anything, you did the most right thing you possibly could have. Yeah. I don't know. To steal someone's lunch is such the bold, insane thing to do. I would never take something that didn't belong to me in a fridge. If someone had like, especially if it was in their Tupperware, like from home. Weird. If someone had like, is such a if someone move. had like a Taco Bell burrito that had obviously not been opened, like that's tempting. Oh, for sure. I will steal someone's sealed shut situation. To steal someone's packed from home lunch <laughs> is an is a level of of insanity and, and also sadness and, and emptiness that I will never understand. I just also think it's such a bold move to steal somebody's food in a workplace because it's like that's so fucking embarrassing once you get caught yeah and you get reprimanded from for doing something so childish as stealing lunch well you're an adult at a professional job and you're stealing your co-workers lunch i don't know how that man makes his food he could not even wash his hands and he's like making a wrap and not washes his hands i'm just so grossed out by other people's food and the fact that like i know when i grew up you guys grew up in the same time as me when it's like the mom the class mom is bringing in all these foods i can't mm. believe i ate that because mm-hmm. who knows what they were doing at home who knows you never know truly you don't know i hate to break it to you but we're eating food that other people prepare literally all of the and time. i'm not okay with any of it <laughs> unless you're preparing it at home somebody's hands i'm are not okay it. with it but like <laughs> we all have to know that there's like a couple bugs in there a couple hairs in there oh, like we gotta get o- we gotta get over it I picture anytime I pick up food, I picture myself making it and washing my hands, and I. <laughs> but that's you how don't I eat it comfortably. I, I mean, picture... you do, Jared washes his hands. I've seen him do it. Well, these this is the pro- that's where you get into your. It's a little slippery slope. You can't, I just you like can't to close that, my yeah. eyes. Ignorance is bliss. The you know the restaurant kitchens are probably not great, but neither is anything, and that's what really gives our immune system a little boost is those bugs. And besides and the that, dirt. you know what? This was a personal attack on you, and there's a special kind of asshole who. First off, to steal stuff is one thing, but to steal stuff routinely from someone who you're so around insane. day in to and day out, crazy to steal move. steal someone's lunch yeah. from a cohabitating work environment is provocative. That's what I'm saying. It's so bold. He's asking for violence. Yep. Yeah. And I fucking, you know, that's where you really wish you could see a surveillance camera and you could fucking And you know what, act. sweetie pie, you can install one and yeah. you should. All right. Well, there's one thing left. You got to... Really uh, figure out what you're doing for the stanza. So it's Costanza stanza time. <laughs> and I think what we should do is... <laughs> I like how now we're a part of it. <laughs> I'm Everyone sorry. Everyone does a line. Jack and Jared are into this. So mm-hmm. I think uh, we are going to... I do like a freestyle rhyme. Isn't it fun? Start yeah. us off. So we're going to... You start the line. You don't have to rhyme it, but you start the line. Um, I need some love like I never needed love before. I... 
charge into this relationship like Kramer charges through a door. Wow. And Jerry tries to date a lot of women, but they turn out to all be a bore. Wow. Let's just snap. So that's end of end of poem. Thank you. End of poem. End of episode. Bye. End of episode. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.